So I was in uh, Cambridge this past weekend. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, for my one-year anniversary. Ah, congratulations! Why, thank you. I was really sick. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Didn't tell you that part. You didn't no, tell me that part. No, you're saying that for this, I take it. Yes. Uh, so we, we spent the weekend. I got there. We got there on Friday night uh, to check into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just to make it even more crazy, that was also the same week for the Boston Marathon. Yep. <laughs> um... So we checked in. It was about 9 o'clock at night. Uh, we got all settled into our thing, lay down in bed and whatnot. I started to feel a little nauseous. Okay. So went and got a ginger ale. Sure. Drank that. that. Uh, yeah. Uh, settle the tummy. Tummy, yep. tummy. Yep. And it helped. It did. Um, I was fine for that night. And then we went to Harvard uh, Art Museum the next day. Which okay, was cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was free for uh, Massachusetts residents. Nice. So that was dope. Saved me like 24 bucks. Nice. Always <laughs> sure. good to get them sweet savings. Hell yeah. And um, so I definitely suggest if you're ever in that area, check that out. It's a pretty cool museum. It's like What type of art did they have? Um, all sorts of art. So it was like um, so they, had, they had Eastern art, they had Western art. Oh, cool, cool. It's kind of like a, like um, a museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It was like they, they had each like rooms. There was like four corners. Okay. Each corner there was like... Um, sections that had different types of arts and stuff like that throughout the time periods and stuff like that. I'm in. Sounds dope. Pretty cool. I mean, it's what you should probably expect from Harvard. <laughs> True. These are facts. These, these are facts. Um, and on our way there, because we were using Lyft to get everywhere. Oh, yeah. How was Lyft? Um, it's not bad. About, like, ten bucks everywhere we went, basically. Nice. Except for during, like, one part of the night, because it was, like, peak hours, so it was, like, an extra ten bucks. Kind of sucked. Went to when I was in weekend earlier. Yep. When I went to Seattle, go now. Mm-hmm. Um, used. I can't remember if it was Lyft or Uber. I'm pretty sure it was Lyft. Yeah. Uh, from where we were to uh, like where we were staying to go into the city in Seattle, ten bucks. Yeah, it's so it was like, usually it was like a twenty twenty five minute drive. So it was like a twenty twenty dollar like ride back and forth. Yeah, not bad. It's usually not too expensive. Um, except for I again, like I guess it's it certain peak hours. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we did it in, like the like afternoon because most of the day it was. I mean, we weren't going far. It was about fifteen minute drives for the most part, uh, and those were about ten bucks a piece. Except for the last fifteen minute drive because it was like nine o'clock at night when everybody's drinking and whatnot. So yeah, <laughs> hashtag sponsor. not sponsored. But sponsor hashtag us. Not sponsored. If you're listening, anyone, anyone that works at Lyft. Anyone. Anyone Reach out to us. anywhere. <laughs> We're desperate. <laughs> you, you sponsor fucking everybody. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, um, so, on our way to the museum, getting back to the story, um, there was a ramen shop that Chrissy had spotted. Ooh. So we went there. It's right. called, um, Hokkaido. Found out it, okay. it, it is a, it is originated in Japan. Okay. So they have like a few. Like the, the franchise and they moved out? Yes, yeah, so they have a few locations in Japan. Cool. Um, and they've going. They've been placing places all around the world. Um, there's some in like Canada and whatnot. There's not a whole bunch everywhere. And this one just opened up in either August or September 2017. So okay. it's fairly new. Fairly new. Uh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. They had a pork bun there. The meat is cut only once from each pig. Like they can only get that cut once. I thought you were just say they have a live pig and they just cut yes. the meat. They just cut one slice of meat off of the pig. And the yeah, pig they get it from the, the cheek, so it's, like, super tender. It was so good. Yeah, 
and then than Ken's? oh yeah, oh, damn. it was better than Ken's. Their ramen was better than Ken's too. Damn. Um, I was telling Nelson about it, and he was like, "I'm gonna go check them out." <laughs> oh yeah, he might as well. Yeah. Because he's in the the home. He's in. He's near the original location. Is he really? Yeah. So he wants to go to that one. Um, they have also apparently been featured in the Ramen Museum in Japan. Oh, at, sweet. At least, I don't know if they are there now or where they are or what, but yeah. Apparently, according to them, they were in there at one point. So you know it's a good, damn good place because the Ramen Museum only takes the best of the best. The best of the best. To be featured. And so, ate that, got a large. Shouldn't have done that. Oh, really? a big boy. Oh. So they had, like, a display. You know, you, if you've seen, like, all the stores are for Japanese restaurants mostly. Yeah. Uh, they got like the plastic displays in the front. They had that. And they said, all displays are our larges. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look too big. Didn't see how deep the fucking bowls are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big boy. And it's full of noodles and whatnot. I mean, it was fantastic. And I ate it all. I did, I did, I did eat it all. I ate it all. Drank all the broth. And then I felt it sloshing around in my stomach for the next 20 minutes. Until <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you threw it all up on the side of the road. I didn't throw up. Um, so we went back to our hotel after that to relax for a bit because yeah. we were going to food comas. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I kept feeling the need to go to the bathroom yeah. and just liquid. It's absolutely disgusting, I know. Happy TMI. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Um, tried to lay down, take a nap, couldn't, I had stomach pains, oh, God. so I couldn't lay down. I was fine standing and walking and stuff like that. <laughs> I fell asleep standing. Yeah. So I maybe got maybe an hour nap. Uh, Chrissy ended up passing out for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she got up, we were going to go get sushi from a place called Empire. Oh my God. It's like a really high-end sushi restaurant out in Boston. So we went to there. Sushi was fine. Actually, sushi was fantastic. Um... I was, still wasn't feeling too great, but ate fine and did not sleep that night because that night I was just in pain the whole time I was in the bathroom. I was just going to give yourself a couple punches in the gut to keep it. Yeah. And everything closed. There was nothing around, like, that area. So, like, in our hotel, we're Cambridge. There's just no convenience stores anywhere. Really? So, didn't couldn't even get anything until, like, the next day. Couldn't get any poop X. Yeah. Um... Well, I ended up getting, um, it's actually up there, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. Because uh, the next day I was feeling nauseous again. I had a headache and the non-never-ending di- diarrhea. You were yeah. Dying. So we ended up doing that and just I just drank most of that bottle. Plug, <laughs> baby. So yeah. I mean, other than that, it was a lot of fun. That's good. So. I'm just a little piggy. Yeah. Big cheeks. I, I don't know what it could have been because it could have been easily been the Taco Bell that we had before we left. <laughs> for all I know, because I was feeling nauseous that night, so it could have been a whole residual effect thing, or it could have been just too much, maybe liquid from the ramen. I don't know. Could have been anything. It sucked. But the ramen was really good. I want to go back. <laughs> Sounds good. I want to try it. Um, but yeah, that's my story from that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yep. Quick podcast. <laughs> Super short. Short's Kyle. Just want to tell a story. Yeah. So this episode's called Quiet Stuck. Uh, whoop. I mean, Kyle's story. I didn't say anything.
<laughs> Kyle, what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking. What is this? This is uh, this is the word spew where we talk about disgusting things like yeah, diarrhea. This is the word spew where Kyle talks about his liquid uh, evacuations. <laughs> um, yeah, this is word spew. It's a podcast. Talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Kyle's liquid evacuations. Yes. Um, but no, we're actually going to talk about Quiet Place. Shh. I would have signed it, but then nothing would have been heard, and you guys are just like, "What are they fucking talking about?" It's not even picking you or us for up. Got to whisper about this one. Got to whisper because we're not near a waterfall. Okay. <laughs> we got a loud whisper so the mics can pick up my voice. They didn't give you a year that that happened, did they? Maybe not a year. Um, yeah, also, guess, spoilers warning. Yeah, did they not? Give, I guess they didn't give us a year. I mean, only essentially a year passed. In that Although, movie. I guess uh, they did show newspaper clippings, so maybe, maybe if you like, paid a attention, there. you could have got a year. But whatever. It didn't really matter. Whatever, skis. Um, so, yeah, A Quiet Place. It was written, directed, and acted by... Um, What's the guy from The Office? John Krasinski. John Krasinski, who is a Massachusetts resident, or was born and raised in Massachusetts anyway. I don't know if he still is a resident. I doubt he's still a resident. But um, it's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I looked that up after yeah. I'd seen the movie. So that was pretty cool. Um, It's got, uh, god damn, I should have had this all written down or looked up, shouldn't I? I got you, buddy. No worries. Uh, so you got Emily Blunt, John yes. Krasinski's wife. Yes. Uh, they play the two lead characters out of the six in the whole film. Yes. Um, then it's followed by, um, Millicent, uh, Simmons, who plays, uh, Regan. Uh, that's the daughter. That was the daughter, who is actually deaf. Yep, was actually deaf. Uh, she plays a deaf child in, their their deaf child in the movie, but she's also actually deaf in real life. Uh, then there's Noah Jupe, or Jupe, I don't know how to say that, and he's, uh, Marcus. Yeah, so son. the son. And then there's also Cade Woodward, who is a, a Boo or Bew. That was the other son. Yeah, it was the other son, who uh, deserved everything that happened to him. Yes, who, um, again, spoiler warning, this is the last one. Yep. Um, <laughs> he, yeah. uh, he, play, he played a big old fucking idiotic role in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, we'll get to that, Kyle. All right. <laughs> um, so, basically we got A Quiet Place. Um... Not my house. Not not your house. Your house is a loud shitbag. Um, mm-hmm. They'll probably originate here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, essentially, uh, this movie opens. Uh, it's just these this family kind of like rummaging through uh, a pharmacy or a convenience store. As a yeah, and it's day 87 into the event. Yeah, it's like 86, 87. Something like It's there. in the 80s. I don't know the exact. Yeah, not the date of the movie but the the time frame there yeah it's since since those monsters have shown up it's yeah well essentially you're looking at like a very like a like a i am legend type world Mm. the streets are empty things are starting to get a little overgrown a little bit um but yeah it's a very empty world these families rummaging through this convenience store pharmacy looking for pills they're being very quiet none of them are wearing shoes Mm mm-hmm you, you get you get this obviously title quiet place it's gonna be quiet but uh they're not there's really no sound 
hear a lot of like the ambiance the background yeah the little like the footsteps were very quiet because they're like they weren't like full stepping they were like walking almost on like the balls of their feet yeah. type thing but uh yeah so already you're kind of in this like almost it's almost forced upon you that you're already like on edge because you're like everything's so quiet mm-hmm. for a reason um and uh, so they find the pills. I, one of the children was sick. They had like a fever or something. Yeah. They were feeling good. So they gave it to the um, Marcus. Yep. Um, he had his food. And then fucking stupid little Bu. Bu. Uh, B-E-A-U. Yeah, something like that. Bu. 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 Anyway, he's, he's, he's. His name doesn't really matter. Yeah. He won't matter much longer. He's four. Yeah. Four. He's a four-year-old kid, and he's running around in the place, four-year-old still being quiet. Idiot. He's running around, being quiet and whatnot. But uh, there's some toys in there, and he finds a little toy uh, rocket ship. Spaceship. And the parents tell him no, can't take it with him because well, so it's too loud. Okay. Krasinski comes in. Yes. Like so, so far you've seen Emily Blunt, the mom. You've seen um, the three kids. Uh, the Marcus, Bu, and Regan. Her name is Regan. Yes. So you see Regan, Marcus, and Bu. They're all walking around uh, the store. Um. Already, so uh, before Bu grabs the ship, he's playing with chalk on the ground. Yeah, he's just drawing on the yeah, ground. He's just drawing on the ground, and then um, Regan walks over to him, and he signs to her. That, uh, because through the use sign language, mm-hmm. everything subtitled, quiet place, words, um, signs to her that, like, this is how we're gonna get away. And you, the camera pans down to the ground, and he's drawn a rocket ship. Yes. And they're gonna try to blast off into space. That's what he wants to do, because he's four and idiot. Uh, <laughs> he's four. He doesn't know any better. He's an idiot. Because he's four. Idiot. <laughs> Were you not an idiot when you were four? Was I not an idiot when I was four? We're four. We're idiots. <laughs> it's still... He was four. No excuses. Um. So... So, yeah. So then he sees the spaceship. I, I fear for your children. <laughs> <laughs> they do something stupid. Idiot! <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm just picturing what happened, like, like what happens to the kid and, like, Jungerson is just like, I told him no. Like, well, I don't, what do you want me to do? Um, so, yeah, so then when Bu sees the, um, sees the spaceship on the, uh, on the shelf, yep. and he, he, like, goes up on, like, a milk crate or something to try to get it, and you see him, he's, like, struggling, the, the fucking crate's rocking back and forth, like, he's just, like, his fingers just barely touching this damn thing, yep. and he's about to fall, and everyone's just like, fuck, he's gonna make some noise, what's gonna happen? And then his sister comes in, saves the day. Does a cool little, super cool little knee slide thing, catches the, uh, yep, catches the, the rocket before catches it hits him, in. Like, he's all good. And then, um, they get up, they start to walk out, and then there, there you see, like, Jesus Christ himself, John Krasinski, <laughs> Uh, sit standing in the the doorway, the light beaming in. He's almost in shadow. Yep. And then he like everyone's looking at him like, ah oh, shit. He kneels down. He's like, sign, sorry boy, 
you can't have this toy, it's too noisy, he takes the batteries out. He's like, also, it's like a fucking bomb's in his hand. Yeah. He's like, he's like holding it so gingerly, and like, he's like slowly bringing his hands in. Well, yeah, because if fucking... it made any sound, they all would have freaking... Uh, no, exactly, and I, I know why, but I'm like, again, it's just this, this suspense that you've been forced into in the first fucking, like five minutes of this damn movie. Yeah. You and I were having fucking anxiety attacks the whole fucking movie. Yeah, we were. Like, <laughs> and this didn't help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, he's, like, over here just trying to grab these damn batteries out, and he does. He takes them out, and he's like, did it. I've got the batteries. Puts the batteries in the counter. I thought the batteries were going to, like, wall off and make a noise or something. Yeah. And then he puts the toy down. Bullshit. This movie's unrealistic. Those batteries should have rolled off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, fam, time to move out. They all move out. And then the daughter gives the... Give, and the little boy, little four-year-old boo is just like, oh, my little space toy. My daddy said I can't have it. Oh, but I'm going to be a bad boy. Gets the toy. Well, daughter hands him the toy. Yeah, and then so he grabs kind of, the batteries. It's kind of her fault, too. It's not her fault. She didn't give him the batteries. She gave him the toy. It doesn't matter. The toy was fine by itself. No batteries. Dad. That was a nice gesture. So it is the father's fault. He put the batteries down where the kid could get it. It's not dad's <laughs> fault. Dad said, no, you can't have it. And then the daughter, bad daughter, said, here's the toy. But I mean, still, it's just a toy with no power. But no, dumb, idiot, stupid, four-year-old, dumbass Bew says, I want the batteries, too. I, I want the want. batteries. I want. <laughs> I'm only four years old. <laughs> And then, and then what happens, Kyle? What, what, what happens? So then um, they leave the place, and they're going back to their house. Uh, they're walking along, like, uh, in the woods. They come across a bridge, and the little boy is the furthest back. <laughs> yep, the four-year-old is like, no one's in watching the, him. In the very far back, I don't know why you would leave your four-year-old child in the far back of everybody else. De- deaf daughter in front of him. Yeah. Also seems like a bad idea not to have your eyes on the deaf daughter. Yeah. And, um... He puts the batteries into the toy, and it starts to go off, making all sorts of noises. So uh, parents with utter terror, shock on their face, turn. John starts running towards the sun to try and get him, and then you just see a monster moving at an extremely fast pace through the fucking woods, jumps out, grabs the kid, and the kid is gone. Yeah, it's like a... like instantaneous just like gone yeah like and then like you see also like kind of like the sad part too is like you um they almost they they put like the filter on it where like the the daughter's quote-unquote hearing it yeah where it's like you don't like she doesn't even know what's going on but everyone else is like oh shit and she's just like what like mm-hmm. like that sucked that, that sucked a lot yeah that was that was intense I'm, i am liking these movies that are like ganking little kids though yeah i mean it did it really well. Now this is doing it really well. Yep. No, no fucking sympathy for the dumbass children. Nope. Oh, let me, let me, let me talk to this fucking clown monster in the fucking sewer. Uh, he definitely will bite my arm off. <laughs> Idiot. Well, they, they weren't strangers anymore. He introduced himself. <laughs> I tell you, man, you said you were for my kids. If my kids talking to a clown in the sewer. You know, shouldn't have existed in the first place. He knew not to talk to strangers. His dad told him not to. Oh my god, the 80s were... Um... <laughs> Technically, it's not even supposed to be the 80s. 
originally the book takes place in the 50s. Well, yeah, the 50s, <laughs> but I mean that version <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. They were, uh, 80s and 50s were both stupid times. Hell, 2018 is a stupid time. Every time's a stupid time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, best time's gonna be when meteor hits the earth and we're all dead. But <laughs> best time. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Um, we probably won't be around for that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, no. So then it uh, sh- jumps forward about uh, where we're on like a, like day 86, 87. It jumps all the way to day like 400 and something. Yeah. So it's been about a year. Yep. In about a year, uh, obviously the little dumb Bew's gone. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's dead. He's dead and gone. Curse his soul to internal damnation. Um, I mean, some would say he's the lucky one. He made it out now. Didn't have to deal with this bullshit anymore. Yeah, for an entire <laughs> year, fuck. Uh, so yeah, so essentially that that whole previous scene set up the awful, terrifying thing that there are these like creatures just looming around that any sound is gonna fucking set them off and they're just gonna come and just gank you. So hard. Yeah. So hard. Oh, yeah. It's not even like a, it's not even like a, oh, they tackled you and start eating you. It's like, no, just like grabbing you just like breaks every bone in your body. Because they're just moving so fast. And they're built like fucking tanks. Yeah. And, I mean, they're kind okay, so when you first see it at that, in that first scene where you kind of only see a little bit of it, Mm -hmm. I really felt like it was a small version of the Cloverfield monster. Remember at the end of the movie when I was talking to you and I'm like, this could have absolutely been like a like a Elseworld like Cloverfield Cloverfield story. Uh, the next day, I read on like fucking like Kotaku or IGN or something where it was like a quiet place absolutely could have taken place in the Cloverfield universe. And if, I was like, fuck you! This, I had this thought already. This honestly would probably be the best of the Cloverfield movies. Oh, absolutely. Too. Like, it's so funny. Um, I don't remember exactly where they start off at the time jump. Uh, they're kind of like, um... They're in... Are they in their house? They're in their house, yeah. Yeah. I, like, honestly, there are not a lot of set pieces in this movie. No. Like, it's um, very much takes place all in their property, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a little bit that takes place during the woods. Yeah, because they don't even go back to, like, stores or anything. I don't think there's any no, point they, at this point. No, they don't. They They go to catch fish, they go by a waterfall... Or they're, like, in their air, their house property. They're in their house property in their, like, farmland. Yeah, their farm area, yeah. But it's, like, it's it's four or five set pieces in all. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole family's not together. That's right. So, like, the son that's alive is in a car pretending to be driving. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, the daughter's just, like, walking around. Yeah, daughter's just walking around. I think, isn't Krasinski... He's in his basement. He's in his basement working on the hearing aid. Working on the hearing aid. because souped up five, like stereo listening like hearing aid. yeah um and then the mom's mom i think was preparing dinner he was doing something we find out she's like pregnant pretty yeah early. and you find out she's pregnant she's basically nine months pregnant which also fucking stupid <laughs> idiots a lot of them yeah what, your, your quiet weird sex was too good that you couldn't pull out you had to have another fucking kid yeah in this hellscape of a world like, bad bad parents. Everyone's dumb in this movie. <laughs> the only not dumb person, I think, is the boy. Yeah. Marcus, because he's like, he's like I, I don't I don't want to go out into the woods. No, he's just terrified. I'm going to die. Like, this is bad. And, like, John Krasinski's like, it's fine. Come out to the woods. No one's going to get you. No I mean, his dad was trying to teach him how to survive. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, 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 I'm just being But, um... <laughs> And then fucking what? Like, uh, Reagan's over there just like, I want to go hunting so bad. And he's like, I love you, but you're deaf. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're good. I understand it. I love your moxie. It's good. 
you're fucking deaf and cannot hear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you gotta stay home with your pregnant mother and don't leave her behind. God forbid she, her, it's been confirmed, her due date's not for another, like, three weeks, but Lord knows she could go into fucking labor at any moment. Yeah. Oh, really? that's she's, what she was doing. They were in that basement. The basement yeah. Thing. And they were showing, like, how they made, like, a soundproof, like, Room. baby yeah. crib. Baby. Where they basically put this baby in a soundproof dark crib with a fucking um, little, little, uh, little gas mask thing. so they can breathe. I mean, hey, babies are fucking noisy, man. They are. They are. Babies are noisy. That's why it's a bad idea to have them in a zombie apocalypse, and it's a bad idea to have them, even worse idea to have them where the monsters will hunt you by sound. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, so they just kind of show their, like, little how they're living and what things they do. Their day-to-day routines. Their day-to-day routines. Um, John uh, climbs to the top of a silo every day and, like, lights a fire to see how many people are still alive. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. And then it also showed that, like, there are other people in the world still. They're not the that last That are surviving this, yeah. yeah. Because you really don't see anybody else except for that one scene. Yeah, there's yeah. Well, that's why I said six characters. Yeah, I guess technically seven if you count the baby. Um, yeah, or babies, depending on how many actors there were for it. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, so it's just their day to day life, uh, which is, and uh, oh yeah, the de- uh, John Krasinski's also like trying to send SOS, like, Morse code throughout, like, the airwaves. Yeah. Like, he's got this crazy-ass, like, radio setup that's, like, you know, all, a bunch of different transmitters and receivers and all this shit, and he's just like... Yeah, and it looks like he's just been sending SOSs all around the world. Yeah, to every radio frequency that he can find. Trying mm-hmm. to, like, you know... Like, I think he was, like, in India at this point or something like that. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, it's probably a shit ton to go through, so... Doing that every day. Damn. He had his um his his uh his vision board up. Yep. Where it was like <laughs> like monsters. What are they? Where did they come from? Weakness? Like <laughs> yes, weakness with a question mark because they don't know any weaknesses for them. Yep. Because apparently um, whoop, whoop. Didn't put my phone on silent. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. But yeah. Apparently, uh, the military. Uh, Great job. Why do we even pay the military? Because they fail in every essence. Because we wouldn't have a movie. (laughs) Honestly, I'd like to see the movie where we just constantly get alien invasions and the military just wins. I'd like to see that movie. So at least, like, you know, I feel a little more confident. That's called Mars Attacks. No, it's not. The kids do Mars Attacks, not the military. Military folds like a bunch of bitches, and then they find out like the fucking Martians can't like stand loud noises, and they blow. Oh my god! No, they this can't movie... stand. They can't stand opera. Yeah, they. Oh my god! This this is just Mars Attacks. John Krasinski doesn't have a fucking original idea. This movie's just Mars Attacks. It kind of, kind of is. It is. I mean, how else do you beat a thing that only goes by sound? That's also why I'm kind of mad that no one was able to figure that out. Yeah. Anyways, know. we digress. Fucking, yeah, the they're just going their day-to-day life. Kind of, like, nothing really crazy happening. There's, like, little instances of them, like, making sound, I think. Yeah, honestly, for most of the movie, there isn't much involving the creatures. No, 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 not until the very end. Yeah. It's just them trying to, you know, you get to see just their day-to-day life, and basically 
how they have come to terms to how they have to live now. Yeah. Uh, Emily Blood's homeschooling the kids. Yep, she homeschools the kids. Um, the father, I don't know, goes out daily to go get fish, it seems. Seems so. I mean, fish is the quietest thing to hunt. Yes. I mean, it's that or they're going to eat, what, berries and shit? Yeah. Because you can't really even do too much farming. Because you think about that, like, if you were to try to use, like, a hoe, you'd hit that into the ground, that makes sound, you know. So, even that's too difficult. And they also had a shit ton of crops, too. Yeah, they did have a bunch of crops and grain and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um... Basically, he takes his son to go to the the into the forest. Son's a, like a big old pussy bitch. Like, no, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, and, that, yeah. I mean, he's not, he doesn't want to do anything. So he doesn't want to fucking die. Yeah, because they accidentally trip and he goes. I mean, Ow. He, he is probably traumatized from seeing his little brother being killed by one of those things. Yeah. So. Oh, also, can we note that John Krasinski is the strongest man on earth? In yes, the movie? he is. He's so Cause, strong because he just like picks people up. And, and, and with zero issue it. and fucking runs. Books it. <laughs> like and we'll get to a part that's really funny when yeah. he does it. Um, but uh, so he he takes his son out and they go to a river and the son's really scared because of the sound of the river, but the father basically looks at him and goes, Hey, we can actually kinda, you know, talk here because This is the first time they talk. Yeah. I mean there was some whispering. And, yeah, I guess the mom I guess Emily Blunt does whisper to Marcus a little bit. But this is like on talking yeah. normal talking yeah so he shows him that like if there is a louder sound they'll they won't go for this quieter sound i guess well i, I guess it's that if there's a or it louder just gets sound, muffled or so something used to that sound that it's not one that they're going after yeah i wonder how long those things were just attacking the water before they gave yeah, up right before they were like oh there's no point yeah it's or if they were just thing. smart enough to know like oh this is running something that yeah, doesn't so they won't, uh, but um but yeah, which again, you you would think that I, I would hope that like their birth plan initially had them going to the waterfall. Yeah, and living there for a few years. Yeah, probably not. Or at least just having the birth there. Yeah. Like. All right. Well, I mean, I guess they had the sound prop, soundproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, um, but yeah. So John and Marcus go out to gather fish. Uh, they have that conversation that the the monsters will ignore smaller sounds when mm-hmm. they're masked by larger sounds. Also, uh, John Krasinski and his daughter uh, Regan are, are having issues because she's angry because she thinks that John Krasinski hates her because yeah. it's her fault that the little boy, idiot boy, his own fault that he's dead. Yeah, but that's um, not true. Yeah, like, it's not true. Like any parent, he loves his child type thing. And honestly, I think he takes it all on himself anyway because he yeah, wasn't oh yeah, he... fast enough to run to his son or something. That's why he's super strong now. Um... Yeah. Yeah, he must have just, like, hit the fucking weights every goddamn day. But I don't know how he hit the weights because those make too much noise. Uh, he uh, wrapped them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's all pissed about that. He gives her the new, like, super strong hearing aid. She says, fuck you, dad. I don't want him, but she signs it. She can't. Yes. Silence. Mm-hmm. Quietly. Um, so she decides to, I guess, run away, but not really. 
No, she goes. So the so they showed like a scene where it was really confusing because at one point she was going to go into the basement and he told her she can't go down there. So I thought she was just going to go down there. Yeah, right. And also, I don't thing. understand why she, he wouldn't have let her into the basement. That seemed really stupid. So that was one thing, like in his basement where he's got all his equipment. He wouldn't let her down there, uh, where he's been working on hearing aids and all this stuff and whatnot for his daughter. Uh, for some reason, he just didn't want her down there. Don't yeah. know why they don't really go into that. I guess it's not really a big deal anyway, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, so she's like going to run away. Uh, she packs some stuff. She grabs. She ends up with the fucking toy rocket. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and she and like so, snipped the fucking thing. Which I mean, why? I guess it was so the light. Yeah, so she snipped the sound side of it, so only the lights would go off. Um, and she went back to where her brother had died, and there's like a little um, lacrosse, and there's a bunch of stuff left there. And she left the rocket there lit up. Oh, you know, we do know what year it takes place in, because the fucking, his, the little boy's grave gave us the years. Oh, yeah. So it was blank year to blank year. Oh, I think it was 2020 it was when like, he died. Yeah, I think it was 2020. I think it was 2016 it takes place 2016, in. 2016, yeah. I think. Well, when he was born, it was 2016. So, no, when he died, it was 2020, so then it's 21. It's been yeah, a, you're, you're it's right. Probably you're been right a, you're it's right. probably been enough to be 20. Yeah, no, you're right. 21. So, but yeah. Um, basically, yeah. So everybody's just separated again. Oh, yeah. And the, the mom's doing um, doing laundry. The mom's doing laundry in the basement, listening to music um, through an iPod. Like, yeah, through, think, yeah. through some earbuds or whatever. Um, I don't know why she uses a washing machine. Now, like, I know it's not turned on, but I don't know why I bother with a washing machine when you could just also go to the river. Well, I mean, she didn't know that she used it. I mean, she used it to, like, wet the clothes and, like, wash them, but, I mean, they yeah. didn't turn it on. Yeah, no, I know, she, I know she didn't turn it on, but, like, I don't know, what's the point of using that washing machine? No. I mean... First off, make, you can't fill it up. You have to fill it up by hand, so that means you go somewhere to get water, then go fill it up. Yeah, but, like, like when, the, when later on, when, like, the monsters attack, though, like, I mean, they still had, like, running water and stuff. She might have been able to... Yeah, maybe the running, maybe, I guess running water, they just ignore in general, then it seems, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. There's a lot of plot holes, I'm assuming, but whatever. There That's are, a- there are when you really think about it, but it's not integral to, like, the movie. Yeah, so she puts, she puts all the laundry in a sack, mm-hmm. and then it's a heavy sack, and she's pregnant, so she can't really carry it very much. Yeah. dragging it on the ground, and she's going up these stairs from the basement. Oh no, the sack's caught on something. What's the sack caught on? Oh well, well she's pulling and pulling and pulling. Uh, she finally gets it off. Oh, God, there's a nail sticking straight up in the floorboards. That Someone's getting that in their foot later. Yep. We're just going to wait for that payoff, that beautiful, beautiful, sweet payoff of the fucking nail. Yeah. Ugh. But So she ends up, uh, she goes upstairs, she goes outside, and she hangs the laundry. Um, the father and son are now at a um, waterfall. Oh, no, they're on their way back. That's right. Yeah, uh, they'd gone to a waterfall, and they had a little conversation. It really wasn't too integral. Uh, to the overall plot. Yeah, it was just the the the, bo- the, the son talking to his dad about Reagan blames herself. I don't blame. Her. Mm-hmm. Like, you should tell her. Okay. Yeah. That was the whole conversation. Yeah. Um. So basically, everybody's sort of going back, except for Reagan. She's still. She's still just hanging. out. She's still hanging out. She hangs out there for a while. Yeah. But uh, while while fucking John Krasinski and his son are walking back, they run into this old dude. Yep. In the woods, who's just kind of standing there looking crazy. Yeah, by some house. And, yeah, by some house. Like, at first when I saw the house, I thought they were going to, like, 
uh, go into the house and like try and scavenge for stuff, but that's not what they were doing at all. Nope. <laughs> they were just on their way home. Because the camera does a sweet pan down to a uh, fucking dead, pale old woman with like her guts ripped out. Yep. The old man just standing above her, and then... Now, mind you, this old man is the biggest asshole. Oh, absolutely. Biggest asshole. Huge dick. So, like, John looks at him, and he basically tells him, stay quiet. Yeah, he puts his, he puts his finger up to his lips and does, like, the, the shush. And then the old man just opens his mouth and... Before he does that, he has a stupid face where, like, he, he, squid, he squishes his whole face, like, into him, and he has this big Santa beard that, like... He's got a very yeah. like, gross, loose, old man face, mm-hmm. and it just, it almost made me laugh a little bit, because he's like, Wee! like, and then yep. he just screams. Yep. So then John turns, picks up his son, and just books yeah. it behind just, a tree. Yeah, just fucking picks him up like a fucking sack, like a, like a stack of sticks, and just fucking goes. Like, yeah. If anything, he could have just grabbed his son and just threw him to the tree <laughs> they were running to, like. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> So they hide behind the tree, and the old man gets taken out, like, a few seconds later. Uh, They wait for a bit for that thing to pass. Um, Yeah. And it goes back to Emily Blunt. And she's now done, like, hanging the stuff. She's heading back into the house. But I think we'll take a break. Yo, you want to take the break here when she goes back into the house? Yeah, we'll leave them on a little cliffhanger for a few seconds. All right. Yeah, I suppose we're already about 40 minutes in, so. All right, cool. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey there, everybody. This is Kyle. I'm just going to interrupt the podcast for a moment here, and I uh, just want to plug something. Over the next few months, we will be using a survey to get to know you guys, the listeners, you delightfully insanes, a little bit better. Um, these surveys that you can take, uh, you only have to take one of them. One of them is a normal survey where it takes like five minutes, and the other one's like probably like two or three. Anyway, um, to find those surveys... Uh, all you have to do is go to soundcloud.com forward slash K2Z films. Or if you're on YouTube, you can go right down to the description down below. And it should be in there for you guys as well. Anyway, um, please enjoy the rest of this podcast. And we're back. Hey-o. So Emily Blunt was heading into the house. And uh, she starts heading back down the stairs. Nope, she goes upstairs. Oh, she goes upstairs first. That's right. Yeah, she's going upstairs. Um, for some reason, they paint the pictures all over the walls. So they like so. I'm a little confused about what their living situation is during the movie because it looks like there's like two houses like or a something. Barn, and then like there's their house, and then there's like another house. Yeah, and like they like pretty much everything takes place for the most part on like the the main floor, which is, like the living room and like their kitchen and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the basement where we also skipped over the first night. Uh, oh yeah, there was the completely. The, the I first, just realized that. <laughs> yeah. The, okay, so it was the first night where like they're up before like they go to the woods and all that stuff. Uh. It's, if you've seen the first trailer, you'll basically know what we're talking about. Like, yeah, it was in the trailer. It was like the the kids are playing a game, and one of the the son accidentally hits the uh, lantern and knocks it over, and it like crashes and makes a loud sound, and like like the fire starts erupting, and John Krasinski like jumps in the fucking fix everything mode, and he like puts out the fire, and he like he's holding the kids, and he's like shh, like, tell them to shut the fuck up. And he goes to the window and everything because you hear sounds all of a yeah. sudden on the house. And then it just turns out to be raccoons. Yeah, raccoons. They just fall off the fucking house. 
and they start running away and they're like, oh, thank God. And then you, then the, the raccoons are just walking down the road and all of a sudden a fucking giant claw just smashes one of the fucking raccoons in the a pile of putty and just drags it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like also animals, how are they still around? The I don't know how all the noise. any animal would be around except for fish. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, fast forward back to um, Emily Blunt uh, going up the confusing house stairs. Yeah, so she goes upstairs and she's like, she picks up one of the pictures off of the wall. I don't know why they have all their pictures on the wall. Because Lord knows if any of them go up there, they're going to fucking knock over the pictures. But, uh, so she's looking at the picture. It's a picture of, like, all the family. I know, I think it's just... Right? No, it's just Bew. Was it just Bew? Yeah. The, she was looking oh, at him, his dumb little face. I thought it was, thought it was a room. whole family picture for some reason. But whatever. Um... What's on the picture doesn't really matter either. <laughs> yeah, but she's like sitting in his room, being all sad. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I'm trying to remember. Does she start having? She starts having um contractions. Her water breaks. Oh, her water one, breaks. Her water yeah. breaks at one point, but she's upstairs, right? Then she's going downstairs. She yeah. to get back to the house. Yeah, her water breaks upstairs, and she's going downstairs, probably to like I think do their light system. Yes, thing. that's what it was. She's she's trying to run back to the downstairs to get that, and then. Motherfucker, she's going down those stupid stairs, and what? What's what's there? The nail. The nail. The nail makes its triumphant fucking return. And this is probably one of the most stressful scenes yeah. one in of. the entire movie. Yep. Uh, yeah. So she steps on the nail, full force onto the nail, goes full all the way in her while foot she's, while she's going into her contractions. Yeah. So she's already in pain, going yeah. down the stairs in this pain. A fucking champ just holding it in. Steps on a nail, still doesn't scream, but drops the picture. But drops the picture. That's what makes it. the noise. And that's what makes the noise. And then she's like, "Well, fuck!" And then she runs down there, puts the fucking. Well, first um, she's to fucking slowly pull her foot yeah, off the she nail. Has to slowly pull her. Foot and off so she's nail. walking bloody foot with contractions down yep. the resident steps, and flicks the switch, which turns on the lights to red. Which I don't know if that means code I'm having baby or code monsters are here. Yeah, it codes something. Code something's wrong. Yeah. And so, uh, and then she, what, she grabs an egg timer. She grabs an egg timer, and, and she she's hides. hiding down there. She turns the egg timer, like, onto a certain time and puts yeah. it somewhere else. Um, the monsters come into the house, and I guess they just leave every door wide open, because the monsters just walk right in without well, breaking anything. doors? Oh, maybe not, because the doors would make sound, yeah, right? Also, I don't know how their wooden steps have been so pristine this whole time, and not make a squeaking sound or anything like yeah. that. No, no, that was, that was bullshit. Maybe that's what the magical sand is for, that they walk on. <laughs> but uh, the egg timer goes off, and she rushes upstairs to the bathroom, mm-hmm. where she's now in the tub, trying to keep quiet. And... Oh, no, 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 you skipped a part. Oh, the the father and son show back no, up. No, 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 uh, when of. she's, um... When she's in the basement... Yeah, egg, like she the the monster goes down the stairs in the basement. Yep, and then the egg timer goes off. It's like about to get her, then it goes up to the egg timer. Then she runs upstairs into the, door, into yeah. the, into the tub. Yes, yeah, but then the monster's coming upstairs anyway. Yeah, and then it comes up anyways. Um, and then it kind of cuts for a second to John and his son. They're yep. back. They see the lights, so they start running. Um, John grabs a gun. Is that no, not yet. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, no. He does. He does grab the gun, but he, he also tells his son to he go. Tells his son to go light off fireworks. Yes. And uh, so the sun lights off the fireworks. The monster's literally about to get Emily Blunt. Here's the fireworks. Fucking runs the fuck outside. And she screams as she's, she's pushing her child out. Yep. 
He's starting to, she goes into birth, goes into labor. Um, and then it cuts back to uh, John. He's now running with, like, a shotgun, or he just loaded it up and running to, with a shotgun to the house. And he's looking for her in the house, and he sees a just a bloody empty tub. Yep. And he's like, no, they got her! They mm-hmm. got her! And then fucking bloody handprint on the shower, because apparently they have a tub and a shower. Yeah. They have a standing shower and then a separate tub. And so, she's sitting in the standing shower, though, so I'm only inclined to believe that it is also a tub. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, but she, ha- she had the baby in all five minutes. Yeah, so she had a baby in record time. She fucking shit that thing out so fast. Record record I, time. I guess she cut the umbilical cord off, too, but... Maybe she just bit it off. She just fucking bites that shit off. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. I don't know. Something. Uh, and then he's like, yes, we had the baby. Let's get you down to the secret soundproof room. Yeah, so he picks her up and the baby. And the baby picks them both up, gets their and asses down there. And he books it with them in his arms like he's not carrying anybody. Again, he's the strongest man on earth. Um, uh. But yeah, gets them down there, puts the little baby in the, uh, in the soundproof uh, crib, crib, the baby box. Yep, and then she she was unconscious for that part because she just had given birth. Um, or maybe she's unconscious from stepping on the nail. I don't know. I think she just passed out from exhaustion at this point. And uh, so she's like, she's out cold, kind of. Uh, the baby's in the soundproof box. They She wakes up a little bit later, and I don't know how much time has passed. Well, something else happened. Um, oh, yeah, so the, when Krasinski brings her down into the basement... He puts like a mattress over like the yeah. He the put thing. a mattress over the entrance, and a monster come a monster just come in to the house and then starts just fucking wrecking shit. Yes, and when you when he goes back up to go get the boy, yeah, um, water's like spewing into the little bit that like the house. It hasn't actually gone into into the barn, but it's not into the, like the. Uh, it hasn't started flowing down fully yet. To, like, no, yeah, where but you just are. see water flowing, and you're like, "Oh, great! This is gonna fucking flood the little secret basement." Yeah. So um, Emily Blunt sends John to go look for the kids, because um, she's obviously in no condition to go do that. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna take a nap. So she passes back out. Um, it cuts to the sun again, and he was running. He's he was running. like he was he was running through the cornfield cuz one of the monsters he like saw like corn moving in front of him. Yeah, so he runs in. And he ran into a fucking tractor and knocked himself out yeah, or something. Um the daughter's still nowhere to be seen. Oh no, the, the daughter yet. the daughter was uh maxed and relaxing by the uh by the gravesite, but then yeah. she sees the fireworks go off. Oh yeah. She sees them. She, sees she them. gets up and starts running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally she gets there and uh she finds her brother's pack um, and she goes to like inspect it, and I don't know she why. The flashlight. Yeah, and I don't know why in such quiet moments people like to do jump fucking scare things to other fucking characters in the thing. But it's not really like a jump scare moment. There's no jump scares oh, really. Isn't this is actually also before that even happens? This is the first time um we see the monster's weakness happen. Yes, because um, um, she's over there looking at the backpack or whatever. Like she's like looking around, and then all of a sudden, one of the monsters is creeping up, like comes behind, out of the her, behind her, and she she's can't deaf, hear, can't fucking hear. But the monster starts getting close to her. All of a sudden, the super the Superman the monsters are just teeth and ears, basically yeah. for yeah, like their the, heads. They're like they're like the the flesh or like the bone like on their their head like opens up. And to just, reveal, like, their ears. And it's, like, super sensitive ears that they can hear, like, even the quietest sounds yeah. uh, up close, like, really close to them. 
and it sets off like the the sound frequency or something in the hearing aid, yeah, which hurts its they're, ears. They're hitting each other, and it's just fucking the monsters like, Aah! and the girl deaf, not seeing what's happening, has but no idea. All she knows is it's like giving her ear like yeah, she, pain. her like inner ear is hurting, and she's like, "Ow, this hurts!" So and she then, turns like, the it off and like, went on. Aah! And the yeah. monster just dips, and then she's like, "Okay." That that's when like the kid grabs her arm, like her leg, and then they run off to each other. Yeah. They uh oh they go to the silo. They go to the silo. They go up to the top of the silo, and they're trying to like signal that they're okay. I yeah. think to their parents. Yeah, and then John Krasinski goes to find them with the gun. Yeah, and then they fall into the silo. They fall into the silo. The monsters hear it. The monster fucking. They're quick sanding in the silo. Yeah, they're also quick sanding in the grain. They're like we're not. And then they hop up on the buoyant as fuck fucking piece uh, of metal that's apparently super buoyant. Yeah, the monster like shows up. It goes into there. I think it rips a hole through like the side, doesn't it? No, it goes in through the top. I think. And then once the hearing aid sets off again, yeah, it's like trying to get out, and then it makes a hole through the side. Yeah, so these things are super strong. Yeah, strong as shit. They rip through a. Metal we side we do get to see in the house there was like claws yeah, at one yeah. point, and those were pretty fucking huge and deep too. Um, but basically, finally, John ends up meeting up with the kids again, finally, after the, after the silo stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get back to the barn, I think, at that point. Trying to get back to the house, I think. Something, I don't know. Also, at this point, uh, mom, Emily Blunt, wakes up. hmm and, and she looks over, uh, everything's flooded up to, like... Your waist, waist, up her waist, and yeah. the basket's open. Uh, is the basket open? The top was... of the basket was already open. The uh, They show what it looked like it was empty. I thought it was empty, but it wasn't. The baby is in there, um, and the monster's already down there. So yeah, the monster's at the stairs, and she looks over at it, and it just like fucking just descends like Godzilla into the water and just starts swimming around. You're like, yes. well, fuck! These things can fucking swim. Great. So she... A trooper hops into the water to try to get to her fucking baby. She gets to the crib. The baby starts crying. Yeah, it starts doing this little, like, sniveling, like, You're like, all right, it's fucking sweet. Yeah. So she's, I don't know how she got out of that one. Fully. So she, she grabs grab the baby. And she goes into this little, like, nook, and there's water kind of dribbling over it. Oh, yeah. And it's, but the monster's, like, right there still. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the monster is right there. I think that monster is the one that reacted to the um the the silo falling in. Yes, and yeah, that's the one that okay. ran over there. So that the kids inadvertently saved the mom. Yes, and the baby. And the baby. Um. So that happens. Then now we go back to the John Krasinski. Finally meets back up with the kids. But unfortunately, there is a monster, like, they're next to this little shed thing, and there's a monster on top of the shed, and he's just like, oh, shit, and it just fucking whacks him. Yeah, so... And he just goes flying. He goes flying. Oh, yeah, well, the monster, he tries to pick up, like, a hoe or something, or a shovel. Oh, yeah, an axe, that's what it was. He picks up an axe, but somehow the monster just fucking hears him, just whacks him. Um, The kids run to the little truck that the the, the the, Marks is playing in the beginning. Yeah, so they hide in the truck, um... Or did they run to the truck and then... Because the kid screams. So it was... They, he tells them to get to the truck, right? While he's grabbing the axe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, they get into the truck. He gets whacked. The son sees it, screams out, Dad. Yep. Um, 
then the monster, the monster goes for the truck. Attacking the most powerful truck on Earth. Yes, yeah, so these things are super strong. Rip a silo out in a, literally a fraction but of a second. It's, it's just punching at this fucking truck, and it's not doing anything. Yeah, it's not even denting it, really. Yeah. Um, your boy John Krasinski gets up. He gets up. He, he, he lo- it looks like he's about to counterattack with that axe. Yeah. But he just uses it to get up and then drops it. He drops it. He's got a fucking hole in like his chest, Yeah, he's, basically. Like, he's got like, a gash across like his whole fucking body. He's he's ugh, not looking good for him. Yeah. So he he sees what's going on. He sees his children in peril. Um, his daughter is looking that direction. He starts signing, telling her that he's always loved her and it wasn't her fault, basically, and whatnot. Yeah. And then he self sacrifices himself by screaming. Oh yeah, he he does that. He does that scream to to save his kids. That monster's like, oh shit, sweet. Yeah. Fucking boom. John he takes him out dead. in a second. Um, they drive back. They hit like they put the car into like neutral and roll down the hill. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it wasn't on or anything, but like I can't believe that that car was able to roll. I don't think that car would have been able to go anywhere. It probably had no air in its tires anymore. Yeah, it also looked like it was in a ditch. (laughs) Yeah. So somehow that car rolls down a hill and lands perfectly in front of the house. Yeah. It's like this was a planned escape route yeah, all along. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> the kids all go back to the mom. Honestly, at this point, I didn't know where this movie was ending. I thought yeah. it was going to end there. Like, okay, we made it. We made it. And like, like, like they just live their life like that or something. Yeah, but then no, it's not over. It's no. not fucking over. The monsters are back. They're here to attack. Yeah, so they run into the basement again. Um, the, I guess the that nail just baby. isn't a problem anymore, yeah. Yeah, the boy has the baby. The mom is like, all right, I gave birth like 10, maybe maybe two hours ago. I'm, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, she's got the shotgun. Yeah, um, she she has the shotgun. Uh, the daughter sees all the hearing aids and stuff like that. And she's, she's really sad because the, yeah. the dad was like, She's she super was sad. The um, then the monster ends up back in the house and into the basement, at least one of them, because they've confirmed three. Yes. Um, but you only basically see one on screen at any time. Yeah. For the most part. And then, um, so yeah, so the monsters down there, they're all like being quiet for the most part. Yeah. Like it, it starts attacking like the, uh, the radios and stuff. Yes. And then finally the, the, Oh, right. When they were stuck in the car, the monster went after them, too, because of the hearing aid. She turned it off, so it wasn't bothering it anymore. Yeah. yeah. After the silo, she turned it off because um, it was hurting her ear, and she just thought it was, like, defective or something. But um, but she finally realizes that. She looks like she sees what's what's their weakness, question mark, on oh, the Oh, yeah, wall. she sees the vision board. That's what it is. And then she yeah. says, weakness? <gasps> and it just clicks, so she turns on the thing. The thing starts freaking out. She puts it up against the microphone, and it, like, amplifies the sound even more. thing, like, basically shrivels up and almost dies from just the fucking sound. Yeah. Um, I think she... Didn't Emily Blunt shoot it with a shotgun? She, Still uh, to so kill it? it gets... It, so the... When, um... When Regan puts the hearing aid on, like, the microphone... Yeah. Like, uh... The whole thing it, freaks out. It blasts... It freaks out falls over, but then it starts to get back up, and then Emily Blunt blasts it. Yeah. It so its weakness is just normal-ass bullets, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, one shotgun to the face, like... Like, I could see if it was, like, a hard exterior, and if you only shot it in, like, its ears when it was open, maybe? Yeah. But it didn't seem like that's the case. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so Emma Blunt shoots it, then uh, it turns into an action film, kind of, like, for a few seconds. Yeah, because uh, basically they saw, like, on the little security cameras that uh, the other ones were coming. Yep. 
And so uh, they see that. Emily Blunt looks down at the daughter. The daughter's like, I'm ready to go with my hearing aid. We'll just fucking pick these things off one by one. And then she just uh, cocks the shotgun. And then she cocks the shotgun in the stupidest way to end a movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and then it rolls credits. And then it rolls credits. And you're like, for real? <laughs> That's yeah. how it ends? It was a little bit of a disappointing way to end it like that, I feel. Me, I, I agree, yeah. Like, I get the whole openness to the ending. The family, you can interpret it. Did they die? Did they live? Whatever. Um... I'm going to interpret that they fucking lived because all of a sudden now they have this badass fucking combination. Yeah, of of sound waves and shotgun. Like, And if there's only three of them, it literally took... It took such little effort to end up killing that one. Yeah. That, like, I, I completely believe that they were able to just get the other ones to go there and just kill them all. Yeah, I guess in terms of, like, typically fighting these things, they're always moving really fast, so it's probably hard to shoot them. Mm. Typically... Um, so I guess that might be why the military failed. I guess. I mean, it definitely seems like bullets work on these things. Yeah. Well, military aren't fucking trained to shoot down things that are moving like that fast, I don't think, typically. Mm. And probably running directly at you. We also don't know how many they have possibly took out and then, you know, just got, get, got wiped out because they it, have to reload or something. It, it really makes you think that it's not that many that are there because, like, they were still, like, like newspapers were getting printing, like, printed about, like, being quiet and stuff like that. Like Yeah, for a while. And, like, there was, well, I guess it seemed like it started in, what, Manhattan or something like that? I think, maybe. It was something like that because there was newspapers about that area being quarantined. Yeah. Which means, it could even mean that, like, that it started there and it kind of just kept going further out and more of them like show up maybe these fuckers like reproduce like rabbits sometimes i don't know i don't know you don't you don't get the full sense of like how bad it really is aside from the fact that he can't get any sos's it's a it's a very like it's a very like very star wars snoke situation like where'd this guy come from what is this thing oh he's just gone it's like oh where did these things come from oh they're Hmm. just happening like, yeah, so, like, I guess when you really think about a lot of those things, like, really, really think about it, it makes the movie seem a lot stupider. I mean, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good movie. Oh, I liked it, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Um, The way the actors portrayed everything through silence was done fantastically oh, well. The, 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 the urgency, like, the like the terror you felt, you felt it. Like, mm. like, when John, like, right at the beginning, when John Krasinski was like, he's like, Fuck it, stop right there, little dumb child of mine. Give me that toy. Yeah. He's like, this shit, this can't happen. Like, like too loud. They they really give you a sense of atmosphere very quickly oh, yeah. on everything. Sense of atmosphere, sense of urgency. Mm. Which just really helped the movie overall. Um, and this was his first movie that he wrote and direct. Yeah, he did a good so job. So he did a fantastic job. Uh, this is now the second comedian that has done a very good like horror esque movie. Yeah. Um. Anytime a I wouldn't even call him a comedian. He was in a funny show, but I would call him a comedian. He's been another. He does other comedies though, doesn't he? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if I'd call an actor who. I guess like I don't think he was a. a I don't know if he was a writer before this. Like if he wrote any like sketches or anything like that. Like I know uh, Key and Peele did. Yeah, I know. So... Like, they were on Mad TV. Like they have comedy specials and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like like those uh, those guys are comedians. But I think like. John Krasinski, he's just an actor, but he's like, cause I mean, he was in like uh, what the that fucking war movie, like the, the fuck, what was that one? He usually plays in comedy roles, though, right? I not not 
not really honestly like hmm. he's, he's kind of maybe like in, in like comedy romance but like not like just straight up com- hmm. like i wouldn't i wouldn't put him on like uh a... i feel like i'm getting him confused with the other one from the office that's in a lot of comedies also oh yeah, yeah uh not jay i know you talk about the because they look a lot alike too and like I don't I don't think they look a lot like in the office, but they look a lot alike in other movies. From like their makeups and stuff. I feel. Was yeah. he the same guy who was in We Were the Millers? That... No, no, okay, so no. You're getting that dude confused with the guy from the office. Okay. That's you yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who I'm getting I, confused. I know who you're talking about. I do the same thing. They look a lot they alike. They look a lot alike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andy from the office. Hmm. Uh, I think that's who. Anyways, we're super off topic. But yeah, those <laughs> those two actors are those look similar, but John Krasinski's a different. Okay, okay. I do know what you're talking about. I, I will <laughs> confirm that I agree with you that those two are confused. Yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, so like overall, the movie was fantastic. It was shot very well. Yeah, it was shot very well. Like the few set pieces were interesting enough. Oh yeah, I mean like the. His, like, little downstairs office bit with, like, all the radios and shit, that mm-hmm. was, like, real cool looking. Like, yeah. you could sell, tell that was all, like, cobbled together. Him also doing, like, research on the human ear and stuff like that. Yeah. Help his daughter. Yeah, he, he was... They made him out to be a very smart character, too, mm-hmm. that he had played. So, that was really... It was very interesting. Um, Any closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts, that fucking movie gave me so much goddamn anxiety that night it that did I too. Like, couldn't even sleep. Fucking ridiculous. No, yeah. Uh, that whole ending of the movie, like when, like every time, every time it was one of those situations where it was like, the monster's just here. It's not even like, it's not like the, oh god, the monster's coming. It's like, where are they going to come from? It's just like, like how, what, like what dumb thing is going to get them out of this situation? Like what, what's like going to get the... them out or is this person going to die? Like, yeah. like when Emily, there's Blunt... always that feeling that another family member could just die no, at any absolutely. moment because they gave no shits about the la- the first son yeah. that went out. Like, it's just like crazy. Like when Emily Blunt was holding the baby and like in the, in the, I honestly didn't think the baby and her were going to make it. Me neither. I thought they were going to die. I honestly thought that those two were going to die and that it was going to be John Krasinski. The kids. the kids because they kept also hinting that she wasn't going to be around because she'd say things like your dad's preparing this in case you know i'm not around or you know yeah. or he's not around type thing um, so i really thought the baby was going to do her in the monsters were cool too they looked really terrifying yeah all fucking sharp teeth Oof. they're very like they're they were like they were almost pseudo like um like the alien movies. Yes. Like Alien. They were very pseudo alien. You can tell he pulled things like inspirations from they things. Had, like big hands and like big feet and mm-hmm. like, very like very like like I made like standing and stuff like that. Like Yeah. I mean, not probably maybe I don't know. They were like the oh they're very predator like. They're definitely very predator and very primal yeah. creatures. Um, and but that also begs the question, like where did they come from? Because they didn't they don't necessarily seem smart. Uh, yeah, like you don't know like if they they're were very primal. They, you don't know if they were like a mutation or yeah, like, or, like they came from space or like yeah, some dumb like genetic experiment. genetic thing. But or, like they just like existed what? at one point and then for a year have just been terrorizing. Like yeah, yeah, it really begs the question. Like is like is the rest of the world okay? Like was this a global event? 
mm-hmm. which almost again makes it feel like a Cloverfield movie because then if that's the case, then it was very blue. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know. It's just it's a lot of food for thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also did like the, the I, I like the theme that John Krasinski was trying to get around, mm-hmm. where like he he's like, yes, it's a horror movie, but the movie at its core is like the lengths parents will go to for their children. Yes. And like and he did get that point across especially during his self-sacrifice at the end. Yeah, and there was a lot of feeling of an actual family. Yeah. No, this. yeah, definitely. You 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 could feel the chemistry between all the family members. The kids acted like stupid kids would. Yeah. Um they it was a lot of good attention to detail for things like that too. Mm. Um so he did a very good job at directing everybody and also acting cuz it's very tough to be a director and an actor at the same time. Yes. <laughs> cuz who the hell is directing you at that point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they did a fantastic job with all that. Um like you had mentioned it at the beginning like the all the ambient sounds that you can hear, the ambient sounds and stuff like that. That was done fantastically well. Um, there was like instrumental music in, right? Um, I definitely felt like there was like a yeah. I think they they had some subtle instrument music for when like the monsters were already showing up to kind of ramp up the feeling, probably. But there was also just a lot of quietness to the to the movie, also. Yeah. Um, especially like any of the moments where it needed to be just quiet, it was just quiet. So. The sound design was done very well for that, too. Oh, yeah, Because there are a lot of movies, like, horror movies especially, where they ramp up the music too much, so you already know yeah. something's going to happen. And they kind of didn't do that for this. This movie was, anytime there was a loud sound, you knew something was coming. Yes. So that, that kind of, it didn't necessarily take away the suspense away. What the suspense was, was who's going to make the loud sound to make the monster come. That's what this movie was. Yes. It's like, who's going to cause the noise to make this happen? Yeah. And in a sense, I think every... Well, I mean, unintentionally... I made noise, which threw them to the house. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the the little son made noise. Yeah, the the Uh, little kid made noise. noise. To re-bring them down. The the son made noise intentionally. Intentionally the fireworks. And I guess maybe intentionally when he smacked against the tractor, but nothing really came of that. Well, I guess the monster showed up eventually there. Yeah, but, but I mean, usually the monsters are like, way more faster about that, yeah. The old man intentionally made a noise to get the monster to come. The then, unintentional breaking of the... Um... Yeah, the mom, when she accidentally broke the... Well, no, I was talking about the oh, silo. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess and the son the did end up in unintentionally doing that. Silo was unintentional, and then the last intentional one was... Oh, the, that was the daughter, right? Yeah, the, the daughter fell through, and the son jumped in to save her. No! No, the, no he, the, was the set, he was... Fell. He fell, he was sinking... And then she jumped in. To save him, yes. Yes. Because he fell, and she didn't hear. Yes. She just, like, looked, and he was So she gone. didn't make any noise. No. She, she didn't, didn't make... Everybody else unintentionally made... Well, no, uh... No, Krasinski intentionally did noise. At the end, them. yeah. So those two, those two were the ones and that didn't. And the only, I guess, intentional sounds that she did was the hearing aid. That was yeah, it. but that, at that point, that was that wasn't to attract them. That. Was... Yeah. Um, so. But yeah. Overall, uh, filmed well. 
environment was cool. Music that was used was nice. Uh, the characters were interesting. Um, overall, I liked it very much. Yeah, it was a very well done movie. Um, it was a refreshing type of feeling. I've never been that stressed out. Me neither. I've and never enjoyed been it at the same time for such a movie. Like the paranormal activity movies, like I was never stressed during those. It was more along the lines of like, all right, when's it happening? When's it happening? It's like, oh, there, there it is. Like, you get yeah, the jump scare. These aren't really jump scares. There was there was no actual jump scares. No, because again, like you, like the beginning, like you saw the monster coming from the trees and grabbing the kid. Like, it's not a jump scare. Like you saw it coming. Yeah. Like. Like, even when the mom wakes up and looks over and sees the monster standing in there, that's not necessarily a jump scare. It because like, it wasn't like it popped out. It was it you just out. it just pans over to it and it's yeah, there. Yeah, there was never any pop. There's never really, yeah, there's nothing like that. The only jump scares are like when the son grabs, when the, the brother grabs his sister's leg. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I would and the mother that. puts her hand on the glass, kind of slams it. Yeah, I would say those would be jump scares, but they weren't even there. Yeah. Because you were, because honestly, like, you were waiting for the mom to say something. I thought the baby was going to cry. I thought that's how it was going to get yeah, notified. Yeah. But, like, instead it was the mom slamming on the thing. But, um, so, yeah. Like, those were really the only two, I would say, were jump scares. Yeah. So, I oh, mean... that that and when the possums are running and the fucking hand grabs the possums. Yeah. But even then, you were expecting that. Because they were making noise and stuff. Yeah. So, like, there really wasn't any jump scares, but it was still, like, a terrifying movie in yeah. terms of things like that. It wasn't like a, ah, you're, like, screaming at something or anything like that. It's just, like, a subtlety fear type mm. thing, I guess. And it also gave you... It gives an interesting per- perspective when you walk out, like, how life would be like without any more sounds being made because of that type thing. It really makes you leave the theater thinking, God damn, I hope the military doesn't suck this fucking bad in real life. <laughs> yeah. I really hope there's some scientist that says, oh, these creatures rely on sound to hear. Maybe if we overload their sound or their their ears, maybe that will weaken them or something. I really, really hope that the world isn't this fucking stupid like all the movies make it out to be. God damn it. I kind of think they are going to be that shitty. Yeah, probably. Like I said, I need that movie that restores my, my faith in the military. Nope. Never happening. I, I need the, the aliens are here. Oh, we figured out how to kill them. Let's do it. Nope. Never <laughs> happen. Never happening. Actually, um, what's that? Drawing a blank on the name of the movie. It's Independence Day, kind of. Yeah, and then there's also um, twenty eight weeks later, sequel to twenty eight days later. What? How? I never saw it. So, um, twenty eight days later, there's like no military really, except for I think the end of the movie, and that's like it's a. It's not. It's a zombie movie, but it's not a zombie movie because it's like a rage virus, is what it is. Yeah, um, I remember the premise. I just never saw but that. people are living in military areas um, in the second movie, and like so, like the military is protecting people, and they go out hunting to kill these things. That's good. It's just stupid characters leaving the base mm-hmm. type thing. Um. Yeah, there's right. not too many that are like that though. So Kyle, give us your rating. What would you rate this movie? Um, I say if you are if you enjoy horror movies and you enjoyed something like Get Out and you felt that was like a refreshing movie, 
I would also say watch A Quiet Place as another one of those refreshing movies. I agree. I agree. Uh, if I were to give it a rating, I would give it a two sh- way up. Two sh- way up? Yeah. Way, way up? Way, way, way up. Well, I guess way, way down because you um you want it to be quiet. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that that's essentially my uh, my rating. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, I guess that'll do it for this podcast. Yeah. Um, if you are listening to this on SoundCloud, leave a little heart thingy. Feel free to, uh, I think that's called liking it on this, on it. Sure. I, I still haven't figured these things out. You, you think I would have by now. Um, give us a rating on iTunes if you're listening to it on there. And whatever Google uses for their rating system, I don't know what it is for, uh, Google Play. If you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to you know hit that thumbs up button. If you don't hit the other button, leave a uh, comment on any of those where you can, and uh, I'll find it somehow, some way. <laughs> I typically check SoundCloud and YouTube the most, so leave a comment on one of those. Um, subscribe and follow or whatever each of those systems have for their things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, stay delightful, stay insane. Happy day. Peace. Love you.